Hello everyone, welcome to episode 127 of Parenting in Real Life. Hi, I'm Alan. And I'm Alexis. We had five kids in seven years. People think we're crazy, and sometimes we think they might be right. But most of the time, we love it. We hope this is a place where you can learn to be a better parent, but without taking yourself too seriously. Whether you're a new parent or have a few years under your belt, we hope you can find something new to think about. Or laugh about. After all, this is Parenting in Real Life. Hello. Hope your summer's going well. (laughs) It's great. It's really great. (laughs) I feel like I'm just jumping into summer because I was at girls camp last week, and so Alan kind of did some things by himself, and so I feel like this is my first full week of doing the summer thing, and we'll talk about it later, but it's a little bit of a little stressful morning for me. (laughs) Yes. So our parenting real life moment today, we want to talk about swim tryouts and swim lessons. So we usually do swim lessons for our kids, but I really wanted them to be on a swim team because I feel like they just really needed that extra push to like get to know the strokes and be confident swimmers. So we have a local swim team and I signed up to do tryouts and I didn't realize how intense it was going to be. I thought they would like, as long as they're good at basic swimming skills, that they would continue to nurture those skills and help them be good swimmers. It was more of like, you already need to know these skills to be on this team. So I (laughs) I had four kids try out. Only one made it. (laughs) A little bit of a confidence shock for the kids. I know. I felt really bad because my other kids, well, actually, like all the three who didn't make it were really disappointed. And I was like, I'm sorry, guys. I didn't realize that this was going to be like so strict about like what you need to be able to do. So that was a bummer. And now I've been scrambling to find swim lessons and they are really hard to find in Utah. I feel like we don't have a lot of access to pools. And so there's not a lot of access to swim lessons. And the few that there are are either far away or crazy expensive. And I'm like, great. Are our kids just not going to learn how to swim? Like, what do I know what to do? <laughs> That's what will happen. So anyway, I feel like it's important that they be good, confident swimmers. I feel like a lot of adults, because I was a swimmer and I played water polo and stuff. So I'm confident in swimming. And I feel like I've talked to a lot of adults who have said that that's kind of a regret, that they wish they were more confident in swimming. So Mm -hmm. I want that to be a thing for my kids, but it is hard to do here in Utah. Sure enough. So wish us luck (laughs) in finding some lessons. Yes. So today we have another short from Josephine Alturi, and she is a mindfulness and meditation coach. And so she's giving us some summer-focused mindfulness tips. We thought they were really great. So we hope you enjoy them, and we will be back after. So summer is officially upon us, and that means that we are going to have our kids in and out of the house between camps and activities and play dates, you name it. Essentially, us parents, we will be surrounded in a constant state of chaos. So my name is Josephine Etlery, and I am a mother of seven ranging in age from one year to 15 years old. And I also am a mindfulness and meditation coach and author of two books. The most recent one is Five Minute Mindfulness for Pregnancy. I'm also the host of a podcast called Responding to Life, Talking Health, Fertility, and Parenthood. And I'm here to offer you a few tips that you can use this summer to help you stay grounded amidst all of this chaos, but all this great fun that will be happening around you. So one thing that... um, can cause us a lot of stress during the summer is 
just trying to juggle all of the things that we have to do with um, with home, with work, and with our kiddos. And because there's not so much of a set schedule because of the lack of school, it can be really overwhelming for us to feel like things are under control and that we are remaining present. And so one thing that I've found that has helped me with my own seven kids, but also just in general with my coaching of clients, is that if I am able to have some sort of organized schedule of events, that helps to curb a little bit of the stress and the anxiety that can start to creep up when I feel like I'm a little discombobulated and don't know which way things are supposed to be going. And so when you have this, maybe a family calendar or at least like a daily or weekly list of things that are supposed to happen, then you can use that at the beginning of your day to just look over. It's a way for you to understand what's about to happen. And then in that moment, you can also set an intention for yourself because you know like what your day is going to look like. And an intention is, it's kind of like a roadmap for how you want to feel, what you want to embody for your day. So knowing what your schedule is, and then pairing it with an intention, such as, let's say you have a really busy day. And a good intention would be something like, I'm going to find moments of peace for myself. And then you can check in on yourself throughout the day and see, did I keep to my intention? Did I infuse my day with some moments where I could just take a breath? and reset and nourish myself amidst all of the activity that's happening. So that first tip was to kind of get yourself organized on either a daily basis or if you can do it by the week. And then every day in the morning or say in the evening, taking a look at that schedule, seeing what's ahead of you so that you don't feel overwhelmed. And then at the same time, also setting an intention for how you want your day to unfold. And then checking in with yourself, say maybe at mealtimes, to see if you have been able to keep up with that intention. And if you haven't, then that's a great opportunity for you to take a quick pause in your day, take a deep breath, and then to keep with that intention, whatever it may be for you that day. So that's that's tip number one. Tip number two is to schedule in some time where you just allow yourself to enjoy the moment with your kids. This kind of goes back to that idea of having so many different things to do. And that's where a lot of stress and overwhelm and anxiety can come in because we're trying to meet up with all these expectations. But at the same time, as we're juggling, we don't give ourselves a moment to really enjoy what's happening before us. So if you can, in that schedule, perhaps set aside like 10, 15 minutes in a given day where you get to just be free from your phone and just connect with your kids, that can also take a lot of the burden and pressure off of your day because now you know that you have a set time to hang out with your kids and that it is scheduled in with all the other things that you have to do so it doesn't feel like it's taking away from 
all of your other obligations. So that's step number two, which is scheduling in some time to just enjoy the moment with your kiddos. And then the third tip that I have for you is to utilize one of my favorite mindfulness strategies, which is a breathing technique. So, you know, to backtrack a little bit, mindfulness is just an awareness of yourself, how you're feeling physically, mentally, emotionally, an awareness of your environment, an awareness of your interactions with others. And this is key for us parents, especially during the summer when we are interacting with our children a lot, because, you know, we can get inundated with all the different things that are happening that we start to lose connection with ourselves, with others, with our environment, because we have to be thinking about so many different things. We have to be in so many different places at once. So doing something like a breathing technique once a day in, in your summer months will help you to really hit that pause button that I mentioned before, where you, you get to take a time in and reset yourself. Maybe you felt like you were just going, 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 and you haven't had a chance to take a break. Maybe you feel like you've been holding your breath the whole time, have been taking these shallow breaths. This is a moment in your day where you can just take a deep breath and then exhale and just let it go. So one of my favorite breathing techniques, especially if you've not done one before, it's super simple to do, is to count your inhale. So let's say you'll count for four seconds. So you inhale through your nose, you can do it with me, for four, three, two, one, and then exhale for a count of eight seconds. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, and one. And now as I'm talking, I invite you to just repeat that. Again, breathing in through your nose for a count of four, and then exhaling slowly for a count of eight. And as you're doing this while I'm talking, as you're practicing this, a number of things are happening, but you're practicing a moment of an awareness of being present in the moment because your focus is on your breath right? Another thing that's happening is that you are physically moving yourself from a state of any overwhelm or stress into a state of calm because you're slowing down your breath, which is sending a signal to your brain that you're no longer in this triggered state. Maybe you're in a fight or flight state, maybe a stressed out state. And instead you're moving into a calmer frame of mind because your breath has slowed down, which is allowing you to feel more at peace. So what's wonderful about that is that you are the one in control here. Oftentimes we feel like we have no control over our situations, but in this moment, you are the one who has this agency to choose how you want to feel, how you want to be in this moment. And so breathing techniques are wonderful because you don't need anything to do them. You can whip them out at any point, whether you're in the midst of driving your kids from activity to activity, or as you're in a conversation and you're starting to get stressed out, you can do that breathing technique right then and there and instantly be put into a better, calmer mood so that you can have some clarity in the situation and you can feel more at peace and better able to respond to what's happening in your life versus just reacting to things. So that was my number three tip for you to try and incorporate into your summer months 
and it will suit you well if you can practice something like that as you head into the fall months when school starts, uh, which can be as equally as stressful because there just feels like there's so many things happening at the beginning of the school year. So uh, just to recap, you can schedule your day or your week, looking it over. And after you look it over, setting an intention or a roadmap for your day of how you want your day to unfold. And then checking in at mealtimes to see if you've had a chance to honor that intention. And if not, taking that moment to do so. The second tip was to schedule in some just some mindful moments with your kiddos where you get to have fun and be not tethered to your phone, to your work. And it's just dedicated time, whether it's like five minutes or 10 minutes in your actual schedule where you know you get to hang out with your kiddos and that takes some of the stress off. And that third tip was to try and incorporate a breathing technique every day. Something as simple as breathing in for four seconds and exhaling for eight that will allow you to practice being present practice bringing yourself into a state of calm and serenity in a very busy day in a very busy summer which will help you set yourself up for success when the school year begins if you have any questions feel free to check out my instagram which is josephine r at lurie you can check out my mindfulness journal for for parents. It's a book that you can find on Amazon. I do have an online companion course that goes with it. You can check it out on my website, jayetlurie.com. And I would love for you to listen to my podcast, Responding to Life, Talking Health, Fertility, and Parenthood. If you have any questions about anything mindfulness related or how to incorporate it into your summer, please feel free to reach out to me in any one of those avenues. Thanks so much and have a wonderful summer. <laughs> Welcome back. We hope you enjoyed that. We feel like Josephine had some really great tips out with mindfulness because uh, I feel like summer stress is real. So like I said at the beginning, this morning I was talking to all my kids and we were talking about like, I think we were talking about sports and like what we want to do this summer and in the fall. And I had all five of them there and they're all shooting me questions just one after the other. And they're kind of like overlapping each other. So I couldn't even quite finish what I was saying before the other one jumped in and I'm just like bouncing back and forth. Like a stressful press conference. It was. And my brain was just like, ah, too much. <laughs> I felt so stressed during that whole thing. I'm like, okay, I need to be done. Like I can't, I need to stop talking to you guys. <laughs> but I feel like that is just more, it just happens more because all of them are home and they're all asking me questions all the time. And so it just kind of wears on me. Welcome back, Alexis. I know, right? <laughs> I'm used to at least like three of them being gone like most of the day so I could handle two at a time. But This is full court press. Yeah, so it's a lot. So anyway, hopefully these help mindfulness activities can help with stress like that. Yep. Our favorite point, I'm not good at mindfulness. And I do yoga sometimes until Alexis made me stop doing yoga so I could do work. <laughs> I didn't heart. make you stop. Yeah, you did. We're doing strength training. And... Which is like punishment <laughs> when yoga is amazing. <laughs> yoga is like, I love myself and my body. And strength training is you hate yourself and your body is worthless. <laughs> We're making you stronger. We're going to do yoga still once a week. Just not every day like you like. I hate it so bad. But... They always do an intention at the beginning of yoga, and I I do it, but I've forgotten it by the end of the 10-minute yoga. Like, I'm just not good at remembering it and certainly not thinking about it throughout the day. I don't do that. So I liked her idea of doing it at meals because I generally have three meals a day, and it's usually a calm part of the day at least. 
calmer. And so I like just like, okay, during the meal, I can take a minute and remember. And hopefully by remembering it three times, that's closer to remembering it all day. Mm -hmm. And so that's pairing, right? So you're taking something that you're trying to remember and you're doing it with an activity you're already doing throughout the day. So you're going to eat your meals. So if you think, okay, while I'm eating my meals, I also need to think about my intention and you're more likely to remember to do it. And if your summer is so busy, you're not eating your meals, then you got bigger problems. (laughs) Maybe redo your schedule. (laughs) No shame. Just a tip. Um, Eat food. And of course we love her first tip about schedules and calendars and stuff because we're big into that. So if you are still looking for a calendar, you can still grab our calendar. That's the two foot by three foot, really large print. For that's June, July, and August. You can fill in all the fun activities that you're doing. That's on our website. It's only $5 to download it. So just go to parentingirlpodcast.com and you can download that there. But that's been, again, really fun for our family. Our kids love going over to see the different activities that we're doing. And it just really, it helps us stay a little bit more organized and helps kids not ask me so many questions. (laughs) It is nice. (laughs) And then also to help with that, we are starting to, on Sundays plan with the kids so that they can help pick the activity for the week. I've like blocked off an afternoon to go do something fun. And so we've come up with our bucket list. We have some other ideas and stuff so our kids can kind of pick like what they want to do. And then I schedule it in because I said that was before. If it's not scheduled, it's not going to happen because I just kind of start doing things. But so that way the kids can look forward to something that week. We can check off something off our bucket list. But again, it's a good way to calendar and schedule. Yes, indeed. May the force be with you. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at Parenting IRL Podcast or find us on our website at parentinginreallife.com. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like what you're hearing, make sure to tell a friend. That's the best way for people to find out about our podcast. And if you haven't already, give us a rating. And a special thanks to our five kids for being kids.